rewarding to, to direct your own movie. That's more rewarding, I think, just because it was such a long process and it was fun. But what what is it like to direct other actors? It's so fun. I kind of just felt like I was an audience watching just talented people work. And I just wanted to create a safe space, like a loving, safe space. Yeah, but when you want to do like sort of guide an actor in a specific way, mm-hmm. did you feel Yeah, I guess well being an actor, I just wanted to be really loving. Like I feel yeah. like whenever I work with a director, I feel like they're very loving and supportive, then I just want to be my best self for them. So I just felt like I cast people I thought were really talented and I just wanted to make them feel really appreciated and just ask for what I want and just kind of you know, in a certain way, you have to like just turn it over to them because it just becomes their thing and you're just kind of observing them be. But like the gentle nudging uh, into a certain, I don't know, a line yeah. delivery. Yeah. Did you ever have like, oh, this isn't how I heard it in my head uh, moment? Well, I hired some people that were funny and they would improv stuff. So sometimes I would just kind of let them go with their thing. I mean, occasionally somebody would go off on a tangent. I'd be like, that's not right. I'd be like, maybe don't do, don't do that. Go do this. Like, I like that, like where you're going with this, but stop doing that. I would do that. Um, and then what about like in editing? Did you... Like it's weird through. looking at your own face. Oh God, <laughs> isn't it weird? Oh, You're so just like, I fucking oh. hate. I'm like I'm why watching the your fuck own. Did I do that <laughs> move with my mouth and my my neck? Whatever. I yes. know. I know. I'm, you got to get past out. that and just go like, okay, I got to get past that and just watch it. And then it's hard, easy to be hard on yourself, but then you can get past that and just go, okay, the story I'm trying to tell. How can I just tell that the most clearly? Yeah. Yeah. So because this is um, such an important time, I think you know, for, for women. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's so fucking rad. Isn't it amazing? I would. Yeah. And I work on a show where there's, you know, five female leads. That's bad. All above the age of, you know, of 40. And it feels, you look so so young. I would have thought you were like 32. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Heather Graham. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I, yeah. Uh, it's all my healthy living. That's um, good. That's good. Wine it keeps you young. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's if it's it feels incredibly. Um, but you've always created your own stuff, right? Because I remember when you did House Bunny, that was cool. Yeah, but so I moved here. Um, not to make this podcast. About I want to interview you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I moved here during that time when in, in 1999, when there was like a, a whole like plethora of teen movies. Like yeah. there was, um, that's right. Am I using that word? Ooh, whatever. We can examine mm. that later. Wait, cause you were in lost mm. in translation. Yeah. And you play the, the funny actress. Oh, funny. I would like it that you yeah. call her funny. Yeah, I think she yeah. was just horrible, yeah, but, yeah. um, but but the but the time of um, all these teen movies, so it felt like there were a lot of jobs, yeah. um, you know, that you auditioned for. At least yeah. you know I yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Um, me too yeah. And then there then there was a shift into um, into sort of when that started to die down. How do you continue to work? Mm-hmm. And how do you like create your own projects? Mm-hmm. And yeah, because I feel like as an audience member, there's not, I want more things for women. Like, where's stories about women? Like, you're telling a story about women, that's cool, but I wish there were more. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm a fucking jerk. <laughs> I, I want to see like women be jerks. When I was watching your movie this morning, and the, the scene in the with the studio executives, and you were saying, like, what if the slut actually fought back and was the killer? And you know, I would love to see a movie like that. And it was just, it was interesting to see how for so long. Hollywood would only have a certain type of movie and I and you're right now you don't even think about it as like a young girl growing up you watch movies and it's how you start to think about the world and you don't even think about how much we're programmed to be in the sexist society you know because all these movies are made by men written by men right you know um, distributed by men written about in the large part by men so we're being told what our lives should be by all these men do you remember getting a script and like the character description was like, she slowly unbuttons her top. <laughs> and I mean, the, I never got those roles, but, um, but I remember in the scripts being like, mm. that's the character introduction. Like I remember in eight mile auditioning for Brittany Murphy's part, um, in eight mile. And I remember the character description was something like a honey dipped girl wanders in with like her breasts, like popping out of, you know, her blouse and thinking like, Oh fuck, that is not me. I don't know how <laughs> You're to kinda fucking... honey dipped. You got blonde hair. <laughs> but I so didn't yeah. feel yeah. those. It's like a guy's perception. Exactly. Of a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It wasn't like. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so directing was a big. I loved reward. it. I really loved it so much because I guess I just wanted to make a movie that empowers women because I feel like watching movies, I just get frustrated seeing female characters be victimized a lot or be like always be the supporting role or I just feel like the really great powerful parts are like not that much and I usually never got them. <laughs> so I'm like, I want to write a part that I feel is empowering to women. I love story. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And it's about like friendship, female friendship and how we are so powerful and wonderful and just watching women win in stories I think is cool too. Like Come. watching them in the end be happier than they and were in the beginning. So important now. Mm-hmm. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> well, the movie's called Half Magic. We should let everyone oh, yeah. know that. And mm-hmm. it's available on iTunes mm-hmm. and you can actually see it in theaters as well. Yeah. It's on like every different streaming iTunes. How do you, when you're promoting it, do you want people to actually see the movie in the theaters versus or seeing it on TV at the... I think either way it's great. I mean, it's fun to watch it with people. I have some friends that are like, I'm getting my girlfriends together because it's kind of like a girlfriend's movie, though it was funny. Somebody tweeted me over the weekend this guy was like I lost the coin toss with my wife and ended up watching Half Magic because I guess you know he wanted to watch a guy movie but it was funny but he's like but then I ended up really liking yeah. it and really liking the characters and just uh, I hope Heather Graham directs another movie so I retweeted yes. it I'm like thank you <laughs> seriously all men should watch this movie because they'll learn a lot about women as well so it's thank you I think, no. <laughs> I think it's like yeah I mean it was very very I mean, enjoyable we always go to I feel like women always go like oh yeah I'll go with my boyfriend to his guy movies and like we always go see guy movies but I don't know guys I feel like are not as willing sometimes to watch the girl movies with us you know what I think there's also the uh like an unwillingness to concede um sort of an appreciation mm-hmm. I get a lot of like oh yeah my girlfriend likes you like I'm yeah, sure yeah, you yeah, know yeah. or like oh yeah well I also get a lot of like my mom really loves your show. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway. That's good, though. It's good. It, it's all good. Yeah, but yeah. but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. I think that there's the um, just. Sort it's of, like it's a prejudice because it's like, oh, men's films are for everyone. But women's films are just for a small audience, which isn't true. You know, same thing yeah. with authors. Yeah. Right, what would you say about romantic comedies in general? Would you say romantic comedies are generally directed towards women? 
Because I know I have all my buddies, all my guy friends love romantic comedies. I know, aren't they great? Yeah, they're not really making as many anymore. I know. I why is that? Do Sim. Because, yes. Okay, I'm going to press you on this. I, don't, I, I, know, I know where you're going with this. I know where you, this is not the time. What are your favorite well, romantic comedies? Yeah. Well, she, that's what she's doing. <laughs> Heather my, asked you that. My favorite I romantic comedy, it's, it's incredibly polarizing now as okay. it gets older and as it ages. Mm-hmm. But Love Actually. Of course, you know. Oh, thank you. I mean, so I haven't watched it recently. But, but did you like it? I mean, it, all of those movies are great, right? Like Anna has Hill. a big problem with it. Oh, really? Tell me. I, I uh, listen. I don't like a like a spread out storyline. I don't like multiple. Yeah, it's like the movies where they cast like twenty movie stars and you can't really follow exactly. one plot. Yeah. But if it works, if you if you like because every single emo- subplot, for me, I want to invest emotionally in the relation in a singular relationship. Yeah, and okay. the beauty of this is that you don't have to invest in a singular right. relationship. That's why you hate a certain. Up, you fucking. Dick. <laughs> but I like. <laughs> right. See, this, I knew Sorry. I was going to lose this argument. <laughs> I like the movie. Listen, it's enjoyable for sure. Yeah. Most deaf. Thank you. I'm glad Heather but, enjoyed it. <laughs> but no. <laughs> to be honest, actually, I've never seen it. Sorry. I just went along with that because I was Wait, just like, never seen it? <laughs> I'm like out of the loop. Okay. I just pretended I saw it. <laughs> okay. Wait, what's your Isn't most it? favorite romantic comedy? Well, okay, I feel sort of guilty saying this because it used to be Tootsie, right? But now that all these people made these allegations against him, I feel kind of bad as it being my favorite comedy. The, I, oh, wait, okay, I feel like that's lofty. That's awesome. Is it? But okay, so Tootsie, but let me just back up. Harold and Maude. I don't know Amazing. if that qualifies that as does. a comedy. Oh, but I'm Heather, obsessed. come on, give us a guilty pleasure. A guilty pleasure. Yeah, like okay. the one when you're really sick, you feel kind of loopy. Episodes of Sex in the City. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I'll take the that. The one where Sarah Jessica Parker, she sees Mr. Big. He has like his wedding party at the plaza and she's walking out and there's like a horse and she's like, some women can't be tamed. We just need to run free and be wild. I don't know. Do you know this yes, episode? Yes, yes, like, I, I do. I would replay that episode. Episode over and over. And right before they're all sitting in like the restaurant talking about like the way we were, something about the Barbara Streisand. Yes. And like that was an amazing episode of Sex in the City. Okay, what about like um Pretty Woman? Yeah. I mean it's great. Harry Met Sally? Yeah. Yeah. Um Cassie. Um The Proposal. Oh yeah. yeah I love the proposal. That was fun. Yeah. No. No. No, listen to Sim. No. No. I don't know. I didn't love that. You movie. said that in such a lackadaisical. Well, I mean, I love Julia no. Roberts and Richard Gere together, but not in that movie. Which movie did you Pretty love? Pretty Woman. Them in? <laughs> That's it. I love them there. Okay. Do you mind, Heather, if yeah. we play a game? Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is Deal Breakers. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was listening to you do this with Whitney Cummings. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was I'm funny. Sorry. All right. So I'm not going to inquire. Okay. Um, if you are single or okay. you know whatever. I'm single. So. <laughs> Deal breakers. Okay. He drives an old police car, but is not a policeman. <laughs> How did you think that up? <laughs> Has you, have you ever known I, anyone like I that? I just want to listen okay. to you laugh for a while. Oh my God. It's pretty good. I don't know. I mean, hmm. It's weird. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, it's not bad enough to be a deal breaker, but I would be slightly concerned. Why? Um, why? Why does he have an old police car? Well, because he was a, he was a school patrol guard okay. back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's not crazy about authority. <laughs> but he <laughs> Is also, he eccentric in a cool way? Like, yeah. 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 He's like, is it like really like, is it well maintained or is it just really dirty and messy and like lots of trash in the back? And- there 
there's uh, let's say there's a few like Burger King bags. So is it like know, a classic the- old car or it's just like a trashy, disgusting heap of junk? Well, uh, somewhere in between. Hmm. I want to make How this cute is he? He's pretty hot. <laughs> He's pretty hot. But he okay. has, a, you know, an undercurrent of anger. Oh, really? Or like... Deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, right, yes, right. Yes. I know. Yeah. I, I was trying to make that challenging. Undercurrent of anger. Yeah, is, I know. Is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. I, it right. never turns out well. Um, especially okay. if they turn it at you. <laughs> On the second date, he calls his mom and says, I'm just at dinner with my girlfriend. Ooh. Wow. Like, Mom, can I call you back? I'm just you know, with my girlfriend. I guess it would depend on how into him I was. If I was like, Ooh. love at first sight, like this guy's so hot. Going to, I do tend to do this. I go into a fantasy in my mind. Like you meet someone, you're like, this is the one. Now I'm happy. I figured it out. I just need to be with this guy, you know, which is bad. I'm trying not to do that, but I totally can do that sometimes. Oh God, yeah. Because uh, I think that as sort of passionate people, th- that's what happens. You yeah. sort of, you... Like, I don't know you, but I'll just put an amazing fantasy on you and just decide, like, now I've figured my life out. Yeah. Is that yeah. most women, like, right away? Like, I don't know no? if it's most women. If you really but... like the guy, do you think most women immediately see themselves and they have the fantasy of all of that? Yes? You're like, everything yes. you want. You know, if he fits enough of the bill, you know, you just start going, oh, my God, now I figured it out. I don't need to date anymore. I don't need to date, you know, like, this But guy. what would be the top yeah. four things that, you you would, that I'm looking for? Yeah. Um, I kind of like, you know, I guess you have to be like attracted to the person, like something, not necessarily the exact same thing with every guy, but feel some sort of chemistry and then feel like that you can talk to him and that you feel like it's, you're enjoying talking to him. And I guess you don't want to be with like a jerk. You want him to be a good guy and then fun. I don't know. What are your top four things? 
<laughs> or like you're really neat is that what you're saying no oh, i'm a really fucking mess. mess okay okay yes. so you can't be with a guy who's like ocd clean uh, wait, i just yeah. i just want our priority to like yeah. you know I want, yeah. I want the things to line up like and cleanliness is important for you not to have no. to be yeah yes yes, yes exactly yes. i'm filthy okay i'm disgusting but no, your house looks you know clean. that's sweet of you to say clean. uh that's yeah. uh, because there's a little team <laughs> okay around here sometimes good to have a team i may or may not have ringworm right now oh interesting <laughs> don't lick my armpit <laughs> once i met a guy who had gout isn't that weird that people actually still get gout is that from like eating a lot of meat i feel like it's if happens? you don't eat fruit it's or a something. swollen yeah. foot right I, yeah something yeah, your like foot that gets really big it's like I these old-fashioned yeah. diseases that well, i don't know but listen give me <laughs> give me a guy with gout really so you like a messy guy you want him more messy than you just like uh, slobby guy uh, it is kind of nice a guy that's not too perfect you don't want him to be like so perfect I just, I, you know, I want like the grander things in in life. Yeah, because we all work so hard. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. And so well, you're I, working your butt off. So are you, yeah. dude? Yeah, I am. But like a TV show where you work like nine months out of the year, like fifteen to sixteen hours a day, probably. Right? I do have a lot of fucking lines. <laughs> <laughs> and by lines, I mean those words that I have to memorize. And by those words I have to memorize, I mean the faces that I have to express with them. You know, you could get one of those ear, but you know that Marlon Brando couldn't learn his yeah. lines at the end. So he put this little piece thing in his ear and the people would feed him his lines. Heather, is there any chance you could talk, talk to Chuck <laughs> Lorre and say like... He's not going to like that, huh? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, he might. You know, I worked Coming with Johnny Depp a while ago, and he did have like a little earbud thing, and he would oh, put wow. music in it, and like they would wire every set and play music in his earbud that he thought would like inspire him in the scene. That's amazing. But what about the lines of dialogue too? Or I, no, I don't a, know that he was doing that. So he was just he, I, he had memorized like a DJ the lines. Guy that would travel around with him on his jobs and be like. You know, they would play songs through this earbud that he would listen to during a scene. A special DJ that's just... Isn't that... That isn't for that, Johnny Depp yeah. that only playing music for his ears and no yes, one else. Yes, in an earbud. <laughs> and then I was like, what are you listening to? And occasionally he was like, let me listen to it. <laughs> I mean, isn't that... That's an interesting job description, right? It's like, you, if you hire me, you also need to hire my wiring DJ guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea whether I admire him more or admire him less. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, he has two twin beds in his bedroom. Wow. Like they're not pushed together. They're just separated. Like he doesn't want to sleep in the same bed with a woman. That well, he's with. well, here's where it gets a little complicated. Maybe yeah, if yeah. you want to explore it. Yeah. If, if that's the kind of thing that you look at and you're like, I'm is that out. a deal breaker for you? Oh. It would ha it would really have to be like a lot of the leading moments up. To I mean, I'm yeah. already if I'm already at his place. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we've uh, he's intrigued it is weird. me enough. It's weird. Um, yeah. But uh, but we we sort of thought of the idea that um, you know he wanted to give you an option. Mm -hmm. um, he may get like some night sweats. But he really wants to be close to you. I have two you. good friends and they're in a good relationship. In the very beginning, the guy told the girl, like, I can't sleep in the same bed with you because I won't be able to sleep. So that they would take turns. One of them would sleep on the floor. Oh, my God. <laughs> but they're still together. That sounds cuckoo, it, it, right? It, it, yeah, it, it, it works. Awesome. It's great. Yeah. 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 So then eventually they started sleeping in the same bed. Deal breaker? Twin beds? Um, no, it's not. I'm desperate. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I love you. I'll put up with a lot. The police car, yes. Twin beds, yes. Girlfriend, yeah. during the second date, yes. No. Um, you go home with a guy who says he's a vegetarian, and in the morning you catch him eating some prosciutto. <laughs> that's not good, because that's like lying, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You go. You go before I make a weird defense of the. Case well, I guess I might want to ask more. Like, well, you said you're vegetarian. Why are you eating this prosciutto? You know. Um, and then if he had a good explanation, I, I'd probably be okay with it. But if he was just, I don't know, Heather. Yeah. What were you? I, I got to tell you. Yeah. Um, I told you I was a vegetarian because yeah. I read online that you were. <laughs> and uh, that's a deal breaker. I love you. <laughs> I love you so much. Will you come sleep in my bed with me? My twin one. This is a deal breaker. Okay, yeah, it is. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, yeah. you're okay. All right. You're right. He's not being true to himself. He's not like authentic. Um, okay. So very pressing question for you. Mm-hmm. What would you prefer? A pegasus or a unicorn? Mm. <laughs> is it bad? I don't know what a pegasus is. I think I do. It's but a I, winged horse. Oh, a winged. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a hard question. You can ride both. Well, unicorns can't fly though, right? Or no. 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 Okay, I think I have to go for the pegasus. Oh, all right. Yeah. So you can fly. Okay. Yeah, what about you? Well, it depends. If I have like an enemy that I need like to be stabbed. Yeah, then you need the horn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, if I also need to, you know, fly across the Atlantic. That's good. I like flying because I always have dreams where I'm flying and it's like my fantasy to fly. Like I have really amazing dreams at night where I'd be flying around. Okay. But then sometimes I lose the ability to fly. You were describing every person I've been with. Really? But you've never had that. Yes, I've okay. slept with, and they like will wake up and they'll be like, "Oh my god, I had this amazing fucking flying dream! It was so incredible!" And meanwhile, I'm like, "I almost didn't know any of my lines, and I got fired." <laughs> <laughs> and your whole thing is learning, remembering like your the lines. Anxiety, yes, or like, yeah, or like I had a you know a fucking final that I didn't study for. Ugh. But I mean that you could just do another take if you forgot your lines. You probably could make up something funny too, right? It's not like okay. you probably make up your own funny line. I love you. <laughs> Will you direct me? No, I'm just reasoning you out of this fear, oh. which is probably not really that bad, that thing. Okay, he sleeps with an eye mask. Not a deal breaker. Okay. Do you sleep with an eye mask? No. I feel a little claustrophobic in an eye mask. Yeah. I don't mind light in the room. I could sleep with light blaring in. It doesn't bother me. Um, okay. Oh, so we do, this was taken mm-hmm. from your movie. Okay, okay. Um, he wants to know how you feel about your personal life. And uh, he calls you his dirty little slut insects. <laughs> He calls me the dirty little slut during sex. It depends on the situation. In the right moment with a nice guy, I could maybe get into it. But in if the guy's a jerk, like in my movie, it's not good. I think it's so fucking hot. Do you? Yeah, it could be fun. It right? all depends oh on the yeah. guy and if you're in a real relationship. Yeah. If you're, yeah. you just met the guy yeah. and he says that to you, and if you're into him, that's kind of weird, right? It's, you're right. It's the intention underneath it. As I was yeah. listening to one of your other podcasts, you were talking about this. But yeah, it's the intention. If you feel like you have a good bond and it's just like a fun, sexy thing, it's hot. But if it's like an asshole guy just treating you like crap, right. it's not hot. Yeah. 
I read, but, I watched this interesting TED talk. It was a guy, he's like, I'm tired of being man enough. It's really interesting if you want to check it out. Just like feeling like as a guy, you're not allowed to express your feelings or that if you are vulnerable or loving that then you're called gay. And it's sort of about him like just saying like, I, I want to be an emotional person. I want it that. It's cool. It's a cool TED talk. And I guess that uh, I always resented being born a girl. Yeah. So maybe I guess this is Well, I know, because it's like such a sexist society. You're like, why can't I be the lead in the action movie? Or why can't I, like, just, it seems easier to be a guy. Though I guess I'm not a guy, so I don't know. Is it easier to be a guy? I was just talking to Anna about this earlier, and and my my wife says it all the time, and she always says, you know, like, you have no idea how difficult it is. And I, and and you're all right. I I don't. We have to do so many things to our bodies and our grooming, like, and our hair. It's like the amount of work that we have to put into this stuff. No, I, I, I get it. I'll not only think I'll ever understand, but I, I, I'm very happy that I don't have to go through 10% of the stuff that you guys have to go through. Sim, it's true. why does that feel so disingenuous? If there's anything more I could do, I would do it. But there are fun things about being a woman, though, too. Like we get to play with our tits uh, and our clits. Yeah, supposedly the clit has more nerve endings than the penis. Yeah, we got a lot of nerves. You guys sold me that. I was born the wrong gender. <laughs> no, but Sim, of course there's like hard things about being a dude as well. Not, yeah, what's the hardest thing about being a guy? No, honestly, what's the hardest? I, I've oh, lived a very on. charmed yeah. uh, oh, men live a very you. charmed come life. Come on, it's fuck true. you. Come I mean, on, there's tell like us even all hard. the added pressure. What's the isn't hardest? It hard? Isn't it hard to feel like, oh, am I pleasing her? That's always in difficult. bed. That's right, always hard. Like, but that's not yeah. the hardest. What's about the being hardest? A man. The hardest thing about being a man? Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. I guess it's the expectation and the pressure yeah. to Is perform it like a money, on every pre- single money, everything. Like make money. It's like, like you have to be on top of yeah. your game on everything. And and, yeah. and if you're and if you're not, then it, or if you are, then someone else is trying to knock you out. So you have that pressure as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm not saying because I'm at the top of whatever, but I'm just saying that. I always feel pressure to perform uh-huh. in all aspects of what life. What about emotionally? Do you feel like you're not allowed to have feelings because you're always supposed to be like strong and stoic? Or? I'm lucky enough to be with a woman no. that understands that I'm an emotional guy and mm-hmm. talk, I can talk about That's my cool. feelings. And it's 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 real. And what you were talking about Where's earlier, your family from? My family? Yeah. Um, from India. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, that really hasn't played into my upbringing as much yeah. as far from a, from a, how they raised me. But mm-hmm. But yes, I guess it has in the sense that yeah. I always have to do well. Yeah. Yeah. Pressure. So that pressure is hard. The yeah. pressure to do well. You in have all the masculine of pressure of like. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. But that's about everything. But that's nothing compared to what you guys go through. You guys have all of that and more. I think that's sweet of you to say, but it also feels kind of weirdly dismissive. <laughs> what do you mean? I know. I know. I don't mean to start an argument here, but I think that. Uh, I don't know. My parents raised me to be like you. Well, I mean, you know, my mom was always like, "You are going to make your own money. Mm. Never ever depend on a man." Mm. And um, mm. so I think it's sort of not like, but the, yeah, there's additional challenges for sure, mm. and you figure out how to navigate those waters. Um, well, just childbirth. Forget. I mean, I can't even imagine what goes on inside your bodies what when was this that like when this i've you, never had it 
your Ooh. organs, your organs, and you're being pushed it's aside as this baby's. I mean, growing inside your body, and and like a, they're growing arms and 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 organs inside your body, and, and you have no idea what's happening. But there to is you. a cool it's, movie about Russian water births. It's called Birth into Being, and that they say that it's orgasmic. If you, I don't know, some really? people claim, yeah, it's a crazy thing. There's a woman who's like a doula or something, and she gives birth to her kid in a watery tub that is glass. You can look through. She had two of her kids are sitting in the tub with her. She gives birth to her own baby. It pops out. What? It's crazy you have to watch it okay (laughs) i was like epidural 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 no but no i i think that there's that there's that there's we're in this really interesting time um in sort of human civilization i guess um and this sounds lofty Maybe a touch stonery, <laughs> even though I have not. Are smoked. you stone right now? No, no, I know. <laughs> oh my god, you would think. No, but the, I think the idea of why why I stopped believing in God mm. for a little while um, mm. was when I was a kid. I was given a child's Bible, and I just thought, well, if God wanted to make women the weaker sex, couldn't they have made us? stupider and that way we would be happier and then we could sort of appease the smart man and what you know whatever I like I sort of spun out on that for a while and I was angry for a long time but I think all women are a little angry about sexism it's kind of like I'm sure racism like you're got to be kind of pissed off about it if you have to deal with it. it's like being a woman some women are like no it doesn't bother me but I just think it does like it bothers you at some level even if you're not admitting it you know oh yeah yeah and, and there's there's glorious things to it of course mm. but um but yeah, I so so being pregnant and giving birth to me felt like I had I was this vessel in this and had this wonderful secret um, of being able to like kind of grow this thing um, mm. that's now unfucking believable, mm. and he's you know you're I, making I, it I, sound you know. amazing, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time feeling such a loss of identity mm. and that my uh, you know that like uh, like all I had accomplished was sort of dissipating hmm. and Why? you're be- accomplishing so much in like making a person I think though that it felt like okay is Hollywood going to view me as now a mom mm. or you know every time I mm-hmm. went to the doctors it was like okay the baby's doing great and it was like okay all right this is my job then I guess I can't like I'm on restriction for this thing that is growing inside of me. And I've never, and it was childish of Mm. me to Mm -hmm. have that reaction, but that's how, that's how I felt. Um, But you did it anyway. I did it anyway. Was it like a biological thing? You just always wanted a kid or? No. Yeah. No, I didn't. Really? No. It just happened and you were like, this feels right? Well, no, that's not exactly true. Chris and I have been trying for a while. Um, but I, uh, you are an interviewer. I like asking, Listen, my you, friends always call me the you, interviewer. Yeah. Maybe oh I need God. to have a podcast. I like you should have your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like asking people questions. It's interesting. <gasps> Molly Shannon is like that too. Whenever we go to a party together, she asks everyone so many questions. She knows everything about them by the end of the night. It's, it's a, it's an incredible quality though. It's because curiosity mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a great It's interesting. Well, I've never had a kid, so I'm just curious what it's like, you know. Ugh. <sighs> uh. 
<laughs> Ow. Ow. Why? Me? No. I'm young, right? No. My tits are nice. I don't know. That's what it is. That oh was the God. that was a summation. <laughs> okay. Uh you are dating a guy who is also into TM. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Except he does TTM which is topless transcendental meditation. He does he takes his shirt off and, and meditates. And he'd really like it if you did that as well. <laughs> well, if we're dating, I'm probably already taking my shirt off with him, right? Or you're just saying in the early days, like the first date or something? I don't know how soon you take your top off with a dude. I don't so know. The Let's, first date, for yeah. sure. <laughs> no. I try to hold off to like the third date at least. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. What do you think about topless? <sighs> That's fine with me. Okay, but what if what about mm-hmm. this? You're meditating, mm-hmm. and you sort of open your eyes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. you find him like completely glued <laughs> to your nipple. Oh my god! And we haven't had sex yet, like, or have we been dating no. for a while? We have uh, not. Had it, sex this yet. is like your third <laughs> okay. date, okay, third or fourth date. We have not had sex. No. Okay. Um, I guess it depends on how cute he is and how into him I am. Maybe he's pretty cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are you kind of in this thing where you're, is he Uh, creepy or is he just like a cute guy who wants to meditate? He's a cute guy, (laughs) but but it might be a tiny bit weird that he wants you to take your shirt off. I don't, I just don't know. I don't know, Heather. This is your Uh, guy. I don't know. yeah, Yeah. Hmm, I guess it depends on how good the chemistry is. Is it really good chemistry, like amazing, or just like not it's that pretty much? Good. Yeah, yeah. I could probably live through that one. All right, all right. Not I have low standards, bigger. as I said. <laughs> Send me your weirdos, your basket cases. If they have a problem that I can fix, that's my type. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So now we are going to go. Let's do the calls. Okay. Okay. Do you know about this part? You do know about this. I did. I listened to one of, yeah, yeah, Thanks. By the way, you're fucking amazing. (laughs) It's fun talking to you. Yeah. I've always thought you were so good. Like, I love your work. Yeah. It's really great. All right. So we're going to call Mira first. Mira is in Louisville and Mm. she's 23. Hello. Hey, Mira. It's Sim. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm going to introduce you to Anna right now. 
Hi, Mira. Hi. Oh, my God. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for doing this. You're so lovely. And she's going to introduce our guest. And our guest is the most amazing Heather Graham. Hi. Hi. Oh, my goodness. I get to talk to two people I really love and Sam, who I also love. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So, Mira, tell us what's going on at work. All right. um, So, what's been happening at work is I've kind of been getting bullied. I'm not really sure. Um, But lately, I got promoted to a a better group where I'm no longer taking calls. Now I'm responding to people (laughs) and written. But basically, these girls have gotten super rude and, like, catty towards me. Um, I get acknowledged for my work because I do really good at my job. And people, like, they give me gift cards, and they'll literally, like, yell across the office that I don't deserve it or that I'm just being a try-hard or that I'm just doing too much and I'm making their jobs hard. Um, One girl in particular told me I just shouldn't show up into work. Because I'm making her life hard. Wait, Mira, and what what did she say? What was the quote that she said? She told me on numerous occasions I, I shouldn't just show up to work because I make her job hard. Who the fuck are these people? What's your job? Is that okay to ask? <laughs> um, my job's kind of complicated. I work for a stock company, and I actually um, have to handle very, like, extensive questions in regard to their accounts and just stuff that doesn't make sense. And I find it to be a very easy job. Um, we all got the same amount of training, but these like three girls that are just mean I don't girls. Say lazy. Sounds like the movie Mean Girls. They're really mean. Um, one of them actually told my boyfriend uh, when I introduced him at the Christmas party. He uh, she looked him dead in the face and said, "Why do you even like her?" And cut off all communication and like walked off. Oh. Get them fired. (laughs) I don't really know what to do um, if I should just go to HR because they say these things in front of my um, my manager. They'll they'll actually be like, you should take that gift card away because you've already given her like five or she's cheating on whatever. And they don't really care, which makes me feel like maybe I'm either being really insecure or maybe I should just go to HR, but I'm not sure what to do exactly. So these are your, your bosses are, are telling or aren't saying anything after. I mean, they're witnessing all of this, right? They're witnessing the bullying. Yeah, everybody is seeing this. It's, a, it's like I'm kind of getting put like on a pedestal and then. They're like literally being like, she doesn't deserve any of this. She doesn't do anything. Do you have like a friend at work who's like in a higher up position that you could talk to about it? So it's not totally human resources or I mean, that could be good, too. But do you have somebody that you you feel comfortable with that you like that like each other? You feel like you could tell them about it? Um, I don't really know anyone at work. This sounds awful. I've been there for uh, like two years and I don't really talk to people. I kind of keep my head down. And the only time I ever actually talk is when people come up to me I, I don't really like go out of my way to talk to anybody and my only friend there she got fired like a year ago so I, I really don't know anyone sounds like you're just she's getting punished for doing well at work yeah right? uh, so but also is there is there one person in particular that feels uh, this is sort of out of curiosity but one person in particular that feels like the ringleader One of them used to be kind of nice to me, uh, but then uh, I just started getting acknowledged more for processing more items than other people and just for my quality. um, That when I was actually assigned to help her 
with the project. And that's when like, it just started getting even worse from there. That sucks. What do you do when they're rude to you? Do you ever say like, do you ever say anything like, Hey, I don't like it when you talk to me like that. Stop talking to me like that. I'm going to talk to human resources. I don't know. Who the fuck are these people though? Like, uh, sorry, Mira. I, but sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Heather. No, go. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, I'm not very confrontational. Um, I kind of just got to keep my head down. I'm just, I take note of it and I like keep it in like my notebook of insecurity, but I really just don't really do anything. I'm just annoyed that your bosses aren't doing anything when they're witnessing this. I hate that. I and mean, that's something you just, I mean, I would, I don't know. See, the problem is if she goes to HR, then right. it could get a lot right. worse. Right, right. It totally. could get a lot worse totally. because her bosses don't care. Then they can say, well, she's really right. not that great. And then they'll find right. cause to fire her. And it's going to, and then but if maybe she's it's gonna, good to yeah. stand up for yourself. Like maybe this is a lesson in standing up for yourself. And if you lose the job, it sounds like you're super talented. You'll just get another one and then like not be miserable. But she's, I mean, I would, of course, but don't you yeah. think that she would have stood up for herself already? I don't think she's a conf- – you're not a confrontational person though, right, Mira? I'm, I'm a very introverted. Would it be out of character for you? Oh, yeah. Maybe that's good to sometimes push yourself. Okay, so uh, – all right. Well, it's – and you love your boyfriend. Oh, yeah. He's like the only person I have in my life right now. Um, okay, that's amazing. So, and and are you in a job where you have to communicate all the time? Do you listen to like earbuds? Like, what do you like? How how do you? Are you in a cubicle? Are you in a little office? Like, what's your space like? Um. So the way it's all set up is they have like an open floor where you have like a desk, but you're also like in a row of people. So I usually wear headphones unless I actually have to. Uh, talk with like people on further issues so I don't tend to communicate with people I work with and uh people just tend to avoid me now because I don't go out of my way to like conversate just because I I get this in like mindset that I just want to go home like let me just do my job and how old are the these girls that that are oh they're way older than me they're like Probably between like 35 and maybe like 45. Like they're like a good 10 year difference. What, what the fuck? They sound so I'm immature, right? Yeah. Like, I've never, I, I would just, I thought they would have been the same age, like in the 20s, early 20s. Me too. 35 to 45 oh, no. and they're being mean in front of the bosses. It just, this. have you heard of any kind of situation like that? No. Why would they do that? I don't make this make any sense to me. I don't know. I feel like I mean, what do you I mean, do you we could you exist in this job with these people treating you like this or do you think at the end of the day you're just like it's not worth it? Cuz I mean, to me talking to human resources sounds like at least it's something to do other than it's actually speaking up when they say something and say don't talk to me like that, you know. Right, and that's what I've considered is just going to HR, but I don't really know how to like just come across the I'm doing well and they hate me for it. Well, it sounds like you're doing your job well when they want to keep you and make you happy. Whereas it sounds like these three girls are like underachievers. So I would feel like they'd try to bend over backwards to make you happy as opposed to them based on what you said. You would think, right? If there's, she's kicking ass at work. That's what I thought. <laughs> oh, God. Mira, I'm so sorry. That sucks. Um, but, uh, but I, and I don't, I wish I had like a, Sometimes I feel like when we do the calls that I have sort of an easy solution. I don't know if I have one in this in this, this case tough. because I I don't know if um if going to human resources necessarily solves anything. Um but but I do think that you know you should look out for your own happiness and self, you know, a sense of self. 
Um, and uh, are you know. happy at this job? Or I mean, you could also look for another job, a better job potentially. Oh, I love my job. I actually don't think I could find a better job because I did not do well in school. And for some reason, I got this job and they gave me all the training. And then I just flew from there. Like I, I understood everything stronger so than anything really I ever learned in school. That's why they're threatened. They're just they're jealous. Yeah, because she's you're really great good at, at it. it. And she's making all the gift because they're not they're not getting gift cards. If you get a is that you get gift cards when you make like a certain number or a bonus. Is that how it works? Right. Um, they give out gift cards anytime someone has like extreme high productivity or is doing really well with quality or um, sometimes I handle VIP shareholders and they'll go out of their way to tell them how I'm doing a good job and I'll get a gift card out of it. But my job always likes to make it like a scene if you receive an award because they want everybody to get up to that expectation. I guess. You know, you could do something if you could say detach with love and just say, OK, this is not about me. Don't take this personally. They're bitches because obviously they're they're unhappy in their lives and I just won't take it in. They're a bitch. And right. It has nothing to do with me. Don't take it personally. Just be like, that's your shit. I'm sorry you're such an unhappy person, you know, but like, just don't take it in. Yeah, Mira, I think that um, if you, with, with the exception of them, are still happy at your job um, and enjoy it, they will filter out and, and you'll, you'll prevail. So I think that just... Um, Keep your know. head down. Keep, keep yeah, continue to do the work. Like yeah, yeah. Don't take yeah. it personal. Yeah, That's but their she shouldn't problem. say anything. Feels ever, like high right? school to me. Like how my strategy with high school was. Yeah. Just like lay low, do well, and like maybe someday I'll fucking move to Hollywood. I'll look for. I would look for an ally too. Maybe somebody who's higher up than you guys. And and you know if you feel comfortable, just maybe say, oh look, at an unofficial capacity, this is happening. Right. And like you know, I know I'm working so hard for you, and I've gotten all this stuff. Can you help me out in the situation? But that does worry me a little bit because I I wouldn't want Mira to ever be perceived as a victim. So I think that that would have to be a very careful choice. You know. Um, uh, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think well, she this, is the victim of bullying right? for sure. Yeah, yes, yeah. but I don't want her perceived right. as if she's good at what she does. Mm-hmm. She really loves it. Mm-hmm. Then I wouldn't want her to be promoted because of, uh, like, you know, oh, I I would want her to advance only because of her merits. I guess. Um, but I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm unqualified. <laughs> um, we but, care though. We hope yeah. it works out for you. <laughs> but, 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 but okay. So no, don't go to human resources for now. Continue to do the work. Um, I, you know what I would do? Maybe document these things. If things sort of escalate, I, I would definitely go to human resources. But also know that all this shit, it, it fucking, you have an extreme version of workplace aggression. But most, you know, most people do. Um, and I'm sorry that you have this extremely aggressive version of that. But yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I'm, th- I'm also thinking about my own. Sim is looking at me. He's like rolling his eyes. <laughs> no, no, no. But Mira, please know that most people have had bullying in workplace environments. And, you know, and it, and it fucking sucks. And it sucks that it's coming from women. But I think that if you power through... I think it'll be very advantageous for you. If I was her boss, I would say she's a star employee. I'm going to continue to I would empower want to know her. If I was her boss, absolutely. Yeah. I don't understand this management at all. Yeah, I've never heard yeah. anything like it. They're- well, she hasn't told them yet, though. 
Well, they some well, of no, them they, they, they hear know. It. They, they hear, they hear it. They hear yeah. it, which is just so surprising to me. Because if they don't care enough, then I mean, if you feel like you're, if that's going to stifle your your you know your advancement in that job, then you have to start looking for another job. Especially if the bosses aren't on your side, that sucks. Right, and I've I've definitely been looking at it. It's just. I think it's just hitting me a little bit harder because I was bullied all through pretty much my entire childhood by in high school, like nonstop. And this, I felt like I was actually doing something good. And now it's just like a repeat of high school where I'm getting acknowledged, but it's, I'm still just like that loser. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Um, maybe risk having a confrontation, just say something to them directly. Like, I fucking hate it when you talk to me like this. Don't ever talk to me like that again. I don't know. You could try it. I mean, they can't fire you. They're just, you know. Oh, Mira. Right, they definitely can. Um, thank you so Mira, much. Thank God, you. I'm, yeah. Let us know what happens. Yes. Give us an update. But I'm sorry you're going through this. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll try and just buckle down through it. We Good luck. luck. Love you. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Last call and we're going to call Justina now and Justina is in Texas and she's 25. Hello. Hey, Justina. It's Sim. Hi. Hi. Anna, say hi to Justina. Hi, Justina. Hi, Anna. How are you? Good. How are you? And Anna's going to introduce our very special guest to you. Heather Graham. Hi. Hi. So, Justina, your fiance, first of all, congratulations. You're pregnant and you're getting married. Um, Thank you. What are your conversations with your husband like? What's annoying you? Okay. So, before I got pregnant, we always talked about like someday what would we name our kid? And he really wanted to name his kid Mickey because he loved Mickey Mantle baseball, like him and his dad bonded over it. And I agreed to it like a long time ago when I wasn't pregnant. And whenever I got pregnant, he just kept, you know, saying the name like, Oh, I can't wait to name our kid Mickey. And the more I heard that name, the more I just hated it. And I just don't want to name my child that. And so we kind of got in a, like a fight about it, and he thinks that I just kind of told him that at the beginning just to kind of like shut him up, and then I would get my way anyway, but that's not true at all. Like, I really legitimately did like the name at first, 
And so now there's all this like hostility whenever we try to talk about baby names. Um, Cause we just found out it is a boy like a week ago. So like Aww. definitely is a boy. Yeah. And so you are, are you in like the, like the end of the first trimester? Um, yeah, I'm 20 weeks, almost 21. Oh my gosh. Are you feeling okay? Um, no, I'm good. I just feel him kicking like all the time. Oh, oh my gosh. But you're not like having like any more nausea or like, I don't know, no, restless I'm, legs or. I'm super lucky because I've had a pretty good pregnancy. Like I've been nauseous. I can probably count on all my fingers, like how many times I've been nauseous and threw up. So. Oh, God. Not like, well, yeah. I'm so, oh gosh, I'm so happy for you. Um, <laughs> fuck, the baby name thing. Oh boy. So tell us how you guys left it. So basically, every time we try to talk about it, he doesn't like anything I suggest. And a part of me thinks it's just him kind of still angry because he was like so set on that name. And he keeps telling me that whatever I suggest has to really win him over because he was so set on the name that he really wanted. And same, like, he will suggest names to me, but the main thing is I come from a super Polish family. Like, I'm Polish. We speak Polish. And ever since I was a little girl, I always wanted the name to just translate. I just want, like, a simple name that just translates into Polish. And he just, I mean, he just doesn't understand that that's super important to me. And it's just, I mean, I might just be super hormonal, too, because I'm pregnant. But, like, I just feel like this name thing is just, like, just causing so much friction between us right now. Yeah, that does seem like a that's a that's a big thing. Oh boy. Okay, so um, so you're having a boy. Does he like uh, any other names? Like, is he open to any other names? I've suggested a couple, and then a few days later, he's just like, "No, I don't like that anymore." Because uh, there's something that feels slightly irrational about this. Maybe Sim would agree. Um, because yeah. Um, there's something that feels like there's an undercurrent, I don't know, we, we, you know, about something else. Maybe he's scared to be a dad. Maybe you're both scared to be parents, which, you know, hmm. fucking, yeah. I mean, I was. I am. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Um, <laughs> but, but I, um, but yeah, so I, I wonder if, if this is um, sort of a little bit of an indicator of something that's running a little deeper. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for, for me, I just know that if you're going to be carrying the baby for all that you're doing all of the, I mean, I feel like you, the guy should have no, no say whatsoever. You're doing all the work. I think that you should be able to name your baby and he should just be able to accept it. And that's it. Because honestly, I mean, what, what did the guy do? He, he just, he had, his job was easy. He's been, I mean, he's been wonderful. He goes to all my appointments and he'll always like cater to whatever I want to eat. And can he come up with another name that he likes? Like, can you be like, okay, what, give me another name that you like? Yeah. Um, and then I don't really like them either. Cause it kind of goes back to the whole, I just want something that translates to, you know? So he'll just come up with like, he's suggested a couple, which I like the names. Like, I think he suggested, like, Neil the other day, Tyson. Um, I can't really remember. That's good. But so he's those... willing to move off that one name. He's got other... Yeah, but I just really want it to translate because that's just important to my family. My sister just had twin boys, 
and she named them Riley and Jackson, which I love that name, those names, but there's just been so many like comments within the family, like, like, you know, that's not a Polish name, blah, 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 blah. So I just don't want to deal with that. And, and have you, is, is, um, your fiance, can he hear like those conversations? You know what I'm saying? Like, can you, can you talk to him about like, Hey, this is, this is important to my family or like, what's your dialogue like in terms of, of that element? I guess, yeah, I guess I haven't really told him that part of it. Like he knows I've been wanting it to translate, but I don't know if he knows like how much that really does mean. Well, he needs to, you need to tell him that right away. You need to tell him how important that is to you and your family. So he understands that. Why does he have so much more power over you than you do? Over him. Why, why does he what? Why does he have more power over you than you do to him? Because I, I ask this in a gentle way because I've been in this position many times in relationships. But for him to sort of instill this kind of weird fear about this particular name that he doesn't have a ton of, there's not a lot of, like logical backup. No, because he liked Mickey. Because he liked Mickey. He never. He's never seen Mickey Mantle play. He has never seen Mickey. Right. He, right. Seen Mickey. He, was, he wasn't born. So, I, I think it's just something to just think about. Don't do anything necessarily. Yeah. Because I'm so not qualified to talk <laughs> about any of this. But um. But 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 I do think it's a seed that should be planted by a stranger, a celebrity in Hollywood. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, but, but, but do, do think about that because I, I don't quite know why his, his defense isn't, it's, it's just not strong. I mean, the main thing is he has a lot to do with his dad. He's really close with his dad and, just baseball in general and that player, but his dad is just so excited that I'm pregnant and that, you know, that we're having a son. Like, I don't think he would care what we would name it. Exactly. Your dad's not, his dad's not going to care. What if you name Mickey, give Mickey the middle name? Would you feel up for talking to his dad alone? Ooh, really? Without talking to his, her fiance first? Just saying like, hey, you know, we're having this, you know, we're so excited to be welcoming this beautiful new baby boy. Um, your son is is set on this name. I, I'm not sure I am. Yeah. Like, what would you like? I, I don't know. It's, it's wouldn't, definitely wouldn't that piss off the fiance. Why? Because she went it straight to her dad. No, 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 no. Because then maybe if she has a good relationship. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like leaping over things, Justina. But but what if like her fiance's dad could say to her fiance, like, chill out, bro. Yo, yeah, name fucking. What about like Justina? What like what if you weren't thinking about your family? You weren't thinking about your husband trying to please them. What would you want? Like, what name do you want your kid to have? Um, I've kind of been stuck on like Bartholomew. I love that. (laughs) I love that. I love Boris. Yeah. Oh, I love anything with yeah. a B. Yeah. Um, or or Anthony because that was uh, my late uh, grandpa's name and he was super important to me. So make yourself happy. Forget all these other people. Uh, but I, but you know what? The <laughs> yes. tr- this truly is like 
I think it may be an extension of actually the stress of the coming baby that's coming yeah. sort of fear. You know, it's, it is sort of, it's, it's the small thing that's coming uh, out of, you know, what you guys, the stress you guys are, are experiencing. So that's I, what I'm thinking too. Cause yesterday I even called my best friend and I was just crying cause I was super hormonal. Like I don't even know why I was upset. And I was like, in this name, like, we can't agree on the name. And she was like, that's not a big deal. Like, y'all will figure that out. So. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and you, and you will, and you will. But, um, but I do think that, you know, in your defense, that your fiance could be a, a little, a little more, um, you know, he has, mal- to, he has to let her name the baby. She's carrying the baby. <laughs> She's going to give birth. He has to let her name her. That's it. He has no leg to stand on whatsoever. She's doing all the work, and she'll be doing all the work after, too. She can name the baby. Yeah. Baby does not need, need to be named Mickey Mantle. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, Bartholomew is a cute, cool yes, name. It is. Name. It's unusual. Um, but... No, I know. I, I, I think that, uh, I think this is like a long dialogue and it sucks that in this stressful time that you might have to be slightly more rational than your fiance. Um, because that's, that's not exactly fair to what's going on in your body. But having said that, true, right? But, but, but a name, you know, uh, it's, it's, an, it's an important decision. And I think, um, I don't know. I guess just talk to him. And but and I would think about talking to his dad because maybe then his dad talks to him and says like, yeah, I want I want a little baby baby B. Just My hold little firm. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> hold it's going to be OK. It's all going to be OK. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sorry, though. But um, yeah. Let us know what you ended up naming the baby, and congratulations, Justina. Congratulations. Thank you. And yes, and yes, yes. I love you. I love you. (laughs) I love you so much, Anna. You're like one of my role models. I just want to tell you that. Oh, thank you. I love you. Will you please keep us posted on what happens? I will. All right. All right. Love you. Thanks. Bye. Love you. Bye. Oh, God. I wouldn't know what to do. What do you mean? She, I just don't understand why this guy is, it's even a conversation at this point. She's carrying the baby. End of story. She can name the baby anything she wants. Or at least be a compromise, right? Like she shouldn't be forced to name. Yes. Well, okay. Compromise. That's fine. But I mean, if he's, if he's staying firm on Mickey, that's ridiculous. That's so short-sighted and narrow-minded and just, just an awful dick guy thing to do. I'm sorry. It is. That's what it does feel like. There's something else going on. (sighs) You know, like he's scared. She's scared. I mean, they're both, they're both the baby, their first baby. I'm sure that's scared. Yeah. Oh, right. well, we should wrap this Heather. up. Yeah, thanks. I love you so, so much. Aw, and you're awesome. Yes. Half Magic is out. I'm gonna call you with my my relationship problem. Please, oh, come please. Back. Will you come yes. back? Yes, <laughs> you're terrible. Yeah. Did you not recognize them? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, thank you again. I love yeah. you, dear listeners. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye.